Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Find A Way Podcast with Dusty. Hopefully you're doing well on your journey and you're progressing forward. So I did a, another marathon. Um, there was one in Bowling Green, Kentucky, um, which was just about an hour away. And my threshold or aerobic threshold is still high. Essentially, like the 26.2 that I did was almost like a long run. I'm prepared from a respiratory endurance point of view um, that I can go that distance again. I had an issue with it. Um, I had a some nice folks in Kentucky. Can I just tell you? These folks are just popping open the back of their truck bed and they're just waving at folks at this little town square. It's, I don't know, that's pretty cool. Um, so I had shared on the podcast previously and I had shared in the story about the lack of, or, or the, the removal of control that, that something took over. And this was just kind of a, a good reset for me. And, um, you know, I didn't get under four hours this go around. Um, I, I knew I wasn't before the race because uh, I had uh, gone to pick up my packet. He goes, the marathon. I was like, yeah. He goes, oof. I was like, um, is there a story behind your oof? He goes, yeah. The, uh, this marathon's one of the more difficult ones. We have a lot of hills. <laughs> can I just... <laughs> Can we just, can we not put on marathons with hills? Is that, because we don't train hills. We, we, I mean, for the most part, we train track. We train neighborhood. There can be hills, but it'd be really nice that if you actually don't put together a, a, a marathon, unless you know a majority of it's going to be flat, because you know folks are going to have a really good experience based on if they had hills, if they, whatever they had, if they've got a flat course that they're going to be running, you know, they're going to do well. You know, they're going to, uh, at least have a, a shot when you, when you get into the hills, they, they tell you straight up, you need to adjust your time if there's hills. And so, um, I was able to knock my time down for about, about 11 minutes down. Um, so I, uh, I'm encouraged by, it. I didn't stop, uh, at all. I had moments on mile 17 and 18 that I had felt before, but I was hydrated. I was, I had the right gels, the right goos. I had everything. My hydration and nutrition plan was down packed. It's just very taxing on the body. I tell you what, right after mile 20, it's, I didn't hit a wall. That was interesting how uh, there's always that wall. I, because I nutri, I planned nutritionally what to do. I, I was in a really good, uh, really, really good spot. But I think for me specifically, especially with the amount of loose skin that I've got, and no matter how much compression I try to bring in, the fact is it's coming up and it's going back down. And there is a um, exhaustion that just hits me. And I just, it's hard to explain to where, like today's marathon, I was from mile 20 to 26.2, I was like, I just need to put one foot in front of the other, get into a rhythm, and focus on my breathing, relax my shoulders. I'm not trying to exceed a crazy time. You know, I was going for the under four hours, but like I said, as soon as he said that, I was like, well, this is going to be a good learning lesson race for me, but one that I want to do 
at, at my discretion. I, you know, I'm not going to wear the tri suit. I'm not going to wear the fancy carbon plated shoes. Uh, I'm not going to wear the, um, the thing around my waist. I'm going to wear my vest. Um, you know, it, it was almost like I got to the raw dusty and I'm just going for a long run. Nothing special, nothing crazy, no TV cameras, no uh, news reports, just straight up going for a run. It's a little bit longer. I did it last week, so I should have some endurance to keep going. And um, I would have liked to hit under four hours, but you know, for me, this is almost like I'm going to really have to prioritize getting the skin removal in order for me to have any hope of going under four hours. I don't think, just based on doing two marathons and the prep, I don't think I can go under four hours for that long period of time with the 15 to 20 pounds of extra skin. Um, it's like, you know, they have a rucking division where you carry a vest and that vest is like 20 pounds, 40 pounds, whatever it is, and you run with it and you have like a certain time. Well, it's different when you're putting it on, it's on your shoulders then when it's actually attached to your body and it's pulling up and down, up and down, my lower back, I started, I was like, man, I am starting to spasm a little bit in my lower back and it's all just because of my loose skin. And so I would uh, dare say that, you know, I've done two marathons in two weeks. That's quite the accomplishment. I can be proud of that. I think next for me, I, I need to prioritize the skin removal surgery. Uh, I need to focus on that. And once that's done, then try to go after a, another possible under four hour attempt. Um, you know, some of the races that I've already done, the Nashville one, and then now this one, the Bowling Green 26.2, I can do them next year. You know, I'll be healed and, and ready if I get the skin surgery relatively in the next, you know, few months, maybe six months. I'll be, oh, excuse me, um, I'll be in a position where I can, um, you know, run again. And I just feel like it's just going to be so different. And, um, you know, if it was a flat course in Chicago, could I have gotten under um, four? I don't know. You know, I don't. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm saying this. I don't think with my extra skin I can get under four hours. You know, I'm really putting in. I'm, I'm disregarding the the hills. Um, all right, I've got to find one without a hill and do it again. <laughs> no, no. Um, you know, there's just things that I probably need to do um, to see what the true time would be. So, you know, think about, I did a half marathon the week before my marathon. I cramped on my legs and on my uh, calves and maybe because it was overwork the week before setting a PR for my half marathon, you know, maybe, maybe I truly need to taper for two weeks and not run as much as I was running for two weeks. Um, this go around the hills, hamstrings still a little bit tight, uh, that I could feel it the entire way. You know, what if I wasn't tight at all in any muscle? My muscles were completely rested, felt good, and I had my endurance up. You know, what could I do? You know, I don't, I, I don't know. I can't, can't see the hypothetical, but I think the next step is not completing another marathon, but it's getting the skin surgery and actually seeing what life would be like, uh, like that. So, um, this one was the Bowling Green 26.2. This was actually a, um, uh, a loop, meaning you go on the course for 1311 one miles and then you go do it again and what I liked about it is that I knew what was coming I knew mentally what to prepare for when the hills were and so that helped add pickle juice sardine um, sardine fish to candy 
Gatorade, water. I took advantage of all that on the course. They had watermelons on the course. All these things I took advantage of. And, you know, my hydration and nutrition plan was good. Um, and, you know, it's, I think it really speaks to the learning lessons of trying something. And, you know, I could have been disappointed in my first marathon and just never done it again. But I've got this just teaching thought of, I need to learn and I need to adapt. I need to, you know, especially if I want to get a goal of under four hours, I need to learn. I need to uh, adjust and pivot. And, uh, you know, we spent plenty of episodes talking about that. But why did I just take a moment and talk about my experience of uh, my second marathon? I um, was able to get it completed. Two marathons in two weeks uh, means I'm done. I got a 5K in two weeks in St. Louis. Drinking my recovery drink, excuse me. Um, five K in two weeks that my sister-in-law is putting on. And uh, one thing with this whole marathon running deal, and I'll, I'll end with this. We're coming up on nine, ten minutes. I had shared on prior episodes and, and continue to share that you know, hey, this episode is sponsored by Six AM Run. You know, I am not. It's very easy to say, hey, of course that person's talking about it because they've got a code. I actually approached the CEO and I said, um, I, can you take away the code? Like, I want to be as authentic as possible on how I've been using this. I'm still going to continue to use it. And I want to work with you. Um, and I want to work for you. And that for you portion is big. Um, I've actually been brought in by 6AM Run as a content creator, meaning I run their social media. So if you see 6am run social media, that's likely stuff that's coming directly from me. And one of the most amazing things I heard on Friday is, you know, he was telling me about the company. He's very passionate about the company, the CEO, Hami. He's like, Dustin, I, this was birth and I've shared the story about, you know, 6am, that's how I start my day. But I've really come to see a few things now that I've been in the business for a couple years that I want to be the nutrition company for someone that is qualifying for the Boston Marathon. And we've got someone that just recently through TikTok qualified for the Boston Marathon and he had done um, a, uh, an ad for us. Well, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, he's doing an ad for us and now he's qualified for the Boston Marathon. Then on the other side, someone who wants to try a 5K, try a half marathon. Uh, someone like Brittany, um, she's on TikTok, uh, mainly it's runner and training Brittany. She was one of the most recent posts and she's someone that is working on her journey of losing weight. And so her journey involves running, but it's not so much, hey, I'm going to qualify or go after the qualification of Boston Marathon. I just want to start running. And though I'm a little bit heavier, I want to still start. And Hami's message was like, listen, I want to be there for somebody who is starting to just learn how to do a 5K and needs nutrition for it, or someone qualifying for the Boston Marathon, someone who goes out every morning at 6 a.m. and just wants to get a a nice relaxing run, Uh, somebody who's lost weight and has said, you know what, I want to get into running, I think I'm going to enjoy it and needs nutrition for it. That's why it's so easy for me to say to Hami, listen, Hami, I'm not interested in the dusty code. Like, you're, I'm working for you. Like, you're having me run the content creation for 6 a.m. run. The fact that you have positioned where the company where you've positioned and what you're really invested in, that you're not just interested in weightlifters, bodybuilders, 
Boston Marathon runners, um, those that were born with a six pack to go run 500 miles, which those folks are fine, but he's really opened it up to every kind of runner, every kind of cardio person. And so it gives me reassurance that when you look into 6 a.m. run, you check out their page, you um, you know get their products and stuff like that, it's not just someone that you're getting a product from that you don't know, you know me. Like I'm working for 6 a.m. run and the only reason why I'm working for 6 a.m. run is because I shared on social media my marathon training. And I shared, hey, I'm already using you guys, I just wanna say thank you, I'm using you for my marathon prep. He immediately got on a Zoom call with me and he goes, I, I think that's the heart of this company is that you've lost 300 pounds, you're getting into running, I love your story, I love your journey. Um, said the same thing for Brittany's. But then also partnering with other creators that are like, man, I love your teaching tips and your, um, you're pursuing uh, the six world majors that get that special trophy as a, a marathoner with the six major uh, medals or um, nutrition for the Boston qualifier. And it just, it's a really inclusive um, company that is just like, I feel, I would feel really, really good um, that when you share, hey, I got this and I've been using it for this, it just makes me feel good working for a company. So um, I wanted to say that, that that's kind of something that's been birthed out of this marathon training. You know, I never knew back in, was it September, August, when I said, hey, I'm gonna do my marathon training, but I'm gonna document it on Instagram. Who knew that, that a company that I've been using would find me and say, hey, do you wanna come work for us? It's like, yeah, that, that's quite the transformation when it comes to a marathon and quite the transformation for someone coming from 534 pounds that, hey, I'm a runner in the community. And uh, they have a Facebook group, a running motivation Facebook group with like 31,000 folks that are motivating each other with running. Uh, they've got an app that's coming out soon that's like Strava with leaderboards. Uh, there's just so many cool things. So I, I want to take a little blurb, a little uh, four or five minutes just to talk about something really exciting. I mean, it's, it's really, really cool. Uh, again, there's no props to me. I'm not going to know if you've got it you know, using any kind of code. There was a code Dusty and I told Hami, listen, I love your vision. I love your brand. I don't want a code. Like, I don't want it to seem inauthentic of like, hey, use code Dusty. Like, no. Like, hey, 6am run, there's probably a discount code out there that I can try to find for you. But this is a good, solid company that if you're looking to get into running or cardio hit training and you're looking for nutrition pre during, post, protein, collagen. This is the place where it's at. So, uh, marathon number two, my friends, is in the books. I am uh, about 30 minutes from home, but uh, you know me, I uh, try to keep these short at 15 minutes. So I wanna say thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you to the subscribers of this podcast, and I will talk to you on the next one. Take care.